This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It took four shows at Buffalo Wild Wings off Nalls Mill Road. It took till the final segment and the final hour of the final show we're doing here. One of our listeners who is hanging out just said, you should know this as a King George boy. Uh-huh. It's Call Pepper. As in Alex Call, the Nationals outfielder, as in what you do with the phone. Now, it is spelled Culpepper. He's saying around these parts, they like to say Culpepper. Fascinating. So, with that in mind, welcome back to Grant and Danny, live in Culpepper. Huh? What do you think? I don't know, man. What's the, what's the You're place? You're going to tell them that, that this is their stomping ground. Well, yeah, but what's the place where, like, they – is it Nashville where they where, or no? What's what's the city in Tennessee where they go? No, no, it's pronounced totally different. Like Knoxville, it's like yeah, it's Knoxville. Maybe you know what I mean. Like you now, can't what, just change letters. When you say it, it, just sounds like you're saying Cole Pepper, but a little slowed down. Like you're like Call Pepper, because because he even does it like he he said he's not saying Cole Pepper. He's going Call Pepper. Now, but is it is it? I, I don't know how to say this in a sensitive way. So here we go. Is it accent related? That's a fair question. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I, my, my family's Southern. They're from uh, Bessemer, Alabama. They don't say words the way I say the words. So, like, the pronunciation guide that we have for the same words is very different. Right? Like, I would say pecan pie. They go, well, that's pecan pie. Like that. Is it because you're saying pecan? You might be saying coal, and it comes out like cow. Because y'all say cow. Right? So is it that? I'm asking. <laughs> I don't know. It's very possible. But I'm not judging. I'm wondering. I'm over here. They were in the Battlefield District playing yeah. against the King George Foxes mm-hmm. at one point in time. And that's a Hall of Famer right there. People that, know that. that. Well, you're right about that. Thank Grand Marshal, Hall of Famer. Thank you for He's the big fella and I all appreciate those things. It. Thank you. My head coach did say things like, on Friday night, we're going down to Call Pepper. Call Pepper. And so that, but, but I always thought that was just his draw. Because you look at yeah. the word, yeah, yeah. it's very clearly – Culpepper. Former quarterback of the Vikings. Went to UCF. Dante Culpepper. Dante Culpepper. That's true. They did say he's got the snap. Rolling to his left. Culpepper throws. Caught. Touchdown. Randy Moss. Corner of the end zone. He did have two peats. If I wanted to have a simple sentence where I just had a verb and a subject, all right, and I wanted to telephone a great pass rusher from the Carolina Panthers who went to UNC. Mm. You might call Julius Peppers. Like, am I, I going to call Peppers on the phone? 
If you're if you don't want calling peppers, let's say you don't want to text Salt. What would you do? Call Pepper. But you, we're doing a WNBC bit right now. WNBC. Now, Howard, hold on. Listen to listen. Now, I'm a says it. I'm a says it right now. You're afraid to talk to Salt, but you also don't like to text. You might call Pepper. You might call Pepper. He's Danny. I'm Grant. You're listening to the fan. Ron Rivera met with the media today. Uh, I got a lot of things I want to say about some of these comments about the quarterback position moving forward. But let's let you hear them first. We'll chop it up on the other side. This was Rivera's presser with the media the day after his team was eliminated from playoff contention. We're playing to win. I mean, that's the bottom line. I mean, that's that, that's how I feel about it. I mean, you know, the, the, the truth of the matter is, you know, that's that's how we approached yesterday. It was all about winning. Uh, you know, so much, mo- so much so for m- myself personally that, you know, I know I made a, a little bit of a gaffe yesterday, not realizing that we could get knocked out of the playoffs. But to be honest with you, I never thought we would lose. I mean, I was anticipating winning. I was anticipating getting our game flexed to Sunday at 830. So everybody had to play and then everybody had to watch us because, you know, Dallas may, might have something right on it as well. So that was the way I looked at it. That was my mentality. You know, it wasn't about losing. It was about winning. So um, that's how we approach this game. We're going to play it to win. Hey, Ron, when you look back at, you know, putting Carson in there and the decision to put him in there, were there some things that maybe you, like you're, as you've always said, you're an optimistic person. Were there mm-hmm. some things that maybe you were a little bit more optimistic on than you realize about where he was at with his game or what he might, the spark he might provide? Um, well, you know, John, I was, I was looking for the spark. I mean, you know, we were 0-2-1 in the last three games and the way he performed in, in that, in that, Last quarter against San Francisco, I mean, I was I was feeling pretty comfortable with him, pretty confident that he'd come out and would be able to do that again. And then, quite honestly, after the 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 drive to end the half, I felt pretty good about us coming out. I mean, I I didn't expect it to 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 you know play out the way it did. I, I really didn't. I I just based on what I saw last week, I, I really thought that um, you know we we would get um, you know we we would we get a little bit of a spark. And then when, when you look at, and I know, listen, the, the quarterback decision is the big thing going forward and all that. When you look at that defense over the last several weeks, the loss of Cam, oh. Benjamin St. Juice, what did that do? And I know there are other ways that you guys still could have won and all that, but what did that do um, to the defense? Well, I, you know, it, it's, it, it's, it's tough on those guys because there are certain things that you want to do. Um, and, and certain ways that we place, you know, certain other things in, in the game. I mean, there's some situational stuff that we had to alter, um, you know, and, and uh, we tried to replace, you know, uh, Cam by committee and, and, you know, having different guys play, play the positions that he did. You know, we played a linebacker at, at that, at that Buffalo position. We, we, we played, uh, you know, some DBs at the, um, at, at the other position that we use them in, in the box. So it, 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 it was, I don't know. It was just, it was one of those things. I mean, it was, it was, by committee, and I think it, I think it might have slowed Jack down a little bit, um, you know, because they've been very creative with the things that they've been able to do using uh, Cam's ability. And then with Benjamin, you know, not having you know the, the, your top corner out there is it, it, it does stress you a little bit. But you know, again, I, I do think Danny came in and, and played some pretty solid football as well. But you know, maybe you know some of the things that Jack wanted to do schematically, uh, it, it might have probably slowed him down. Ron, now that you understand the playoff situation, do you regret putting Carson Wentz in and switching up the QB1 role? No. 
because to me it was always about winning and that 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 it was um in our hands i mean we control our destiny basically and and, and that's the truth of the matter um being oh two and one in the last three games was probably the thing that really pushed me more than anything else and that's what i looked at and as i said coming off of the uh off of the last quarter of the, of the 49er game, I was I was relatively optimistic in terms of um, feeling what Carson could do. You know, um, I thought we could run the ball. Uh, I, I think we could have ran the ball a little bit better, and, and, and even though we did run it well, um, and I think that could have helped us a little bit more. But but again, it's it's you know it, the decision was made because I felt we needed a little something. You know, after going, you know, that stretch of three games being 0-2 and one. And now as you go into the final game of the season, what do you say to this fan base? Well, we appreciate everything they've done. It's the Dallas week. Um, you know, we're going to go out and play our best football uh, this time of year. And, uh, you know, we're going to we're playing to win. I mean, that's that's all there is to it. Ron, you were introduced as the coach of this franchise three years ago uh, today. What are some spots of progress that you feel most confident in that you've been able to accomplish as coach here? Well, I think some of the things that we've done defensively, uh, I think that's, you know, that's a big step in the right direction, more so than anything else. Um, I think we've got a good core, good nucleus of young players uh, surrounded by um, some, some uh, you know, a uh, few veteran guys that, that can help lead us going forward. Uh, that's what I look at, Pete, is, is I, I think we've got that. I mean, you look at our skill positions. Um, you know, I think wide receiver and 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 running back are, are two really good skill positions for us right now with some young players that, that are, you know, going to just get better with time. Um, I, I think uh, defensively, we know what the defensive line's about. I, I think those guys have really kind of come together and, and and have really bought into the way Jack and uh, and and the defensive staff use them. Um, I think we found our, our our through the middle guys in terms of our safeties. Um, I think Jamin's come along well. Uh, if we can get Cole back out healthy, I think that, that group can be a good tandem of, of, of linebackers and DBs. So I think we're trending in the right direction. As I said, though, I think it is really about the young nucleus of, of players that we have. A lot of homegrown guys are here. And, um, you know, to, to be able to handle and deal with it, that's probably the biggest thing that, um, you know, I, I'm looking forward to is, is the development and growth of that group. And now that you've been in the coach-centric philosophy for three seasons, just what are your thoughts on how it's gone, and if anything, structure for the franchise? Well, I think the biggest thing that you know that that that's been the toughest thing right now is, is really being able to to solidify the QB one spot. I mean, that's that's something that we're continuing working uh, working. Uh, I believe uh, Ben said that uh, this offseason he'll be helping us to to look for the uh, QB one. Um, and uh, that's the thing that we got to do. I mean, that, that's that's I was asked that question, you know, about eight, nine weeks ago. What's the difference? Well, that that's the one position that we've got to solidify going forward more so than anything else. Ron, when you look back over just like these last three, four weeks, are you able to put your finger on kind of what changed after that 5-1 run? Well, yeah, there, there are a few things. I got a few ideas, but. You know, that's something that uh, when we get a chance to really sit down and evaluate and go through and talk about, uh, we most certainly will uh, will discuss. And I, I know you've been in kind of a similar circumstance in Carolina um, when Jerry Richardson sold, but given the situation of the team, and I don't mean to get too far ahead of things since there's a game left, but as you look ahead to making changes, do you do you have full leeway to make the changes you feel are necessary for this team? Well, I think so. But, you know, at the end of the year, once we get done, I, I will most certainly 
you know, be sitting down with ownership as it is and have the discussion about this, uh, about the organization and the direction and, um, you know, what we will be able to do going forward. Hey, Ron, um, sort of a follow-up off of what Nikki's first question. When you look back at the whole, at the season as a whole, there, there, there may be some improvements, but ultimately you guys are going to be out of the playoffs. Is there something beyond the normal stuff like injuries that you look at and think this is kind of the reason why we're in the spot? You mentioned quarterback, but is there is it well, just that or is there anything else? I, I think, you know, part of it, too, is is, is we, we really didn't get our, 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 our footing as to the, the style that we wanted to play and, and, until we got all the pieces back on the field. And, and then it started to come. Um, that's the thing that that you know I've said before. I said you know we we kind of showed our hand in 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 training camp what we wanted to do and how we wanted to do it and and being able to run the ball and and be that kind of team would be you know to our benefit. And when we had that nice stretch, that nice run, that that was one of the big positives that we had. Uh, unfortunately, we weren't able to sustain that um, down this stretch these last few weeks. Two more, Ron. You've tried a lot of different approaches with quarterback, um, whether it's, you know, bringing in a, a stopgap like Ryan Fitzpatrick or trading for Carson Wentz, even drafting Hal. I mean, now three years into this, is there a lesson that you've learned in trying to go about solving that position? Or is it kind of just throw a dart every time? How do you kind of go about learning, you know, from these well, times? I think the biggest thing, Matt, you know, coming here and 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 holding Pat for the most part with with with, um, with you know the, the the quarterbacks that were here when we got here, um, and then the second year, you know, trying to put everything else in place and, and bring a veteran guy in, um, and unfortunately he got hurt, he got hurt in the first game. Um, I think this year, looking at it, trying to find the the right free agent for us, um, I think that's that was one of the things that we felt we could do um it unfortunately that didn't work right now um and we'll see i mean as i said we'll get an opportunity to to, to sit down and talk about it and evaluate it as a staff next week once it's all said and done and after the game yesterday uh, sorry sir that's all right go ahead matt oh uh after the game yesterday uh, a browns linebacker kind of indicated that he thought that some guys within your locker room were were unhappy that Wentz started or that they might have favored Heineke. Did, did you get that sense at all? Or do you worry about that lingering that the decision of you starting once kind of sat poorly with some guys? No, I, I don't. I, I think, you know, I, I made my, you know, my feelings and, and my reasoning, you know, pretty clear to, to a lot of people. And I'd like to think that, you know, if, if there was a disagreement or, you know, a, a difference of opinion that it would be cool that, you know, guys could come and talk to me about that. Um, but, you know, again, as I said, I did what I thought was 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 going to help us get a little bit of a spark and get an opportunity to uh, to win and get into the playoffs. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate it. Rivera's press conference today. So just to go back through some of that with some specifics and some bullet points here, he does not regret starting Carson Wentz. He did consider going to Taylor Heineke in-game, but the drive – 21 plays, 96 yards, where Wentz made the 20-yard throw on third and 17 and went four for four for 49 yards. Uh, saved Wentz's bacon, it sounds like. Areas of progress, he's asked. You've been here three years. Where are you guys better? He said defensively they've gone in the right direction, likes the core nucleus of young players that are going to lead them. He likes the wide receiver group, and he said the defensive line has come together and bought in, although I, I'd point out 
Payne, Allen, and Sweat were all here before Rivera. The only guy they've added is Chase Young, who has been the biggest disappointment of the group. By far, and and not his fault, but didn't add anything this season, really. Um, Toughest thing for him about the coach-centric approach, he was asked, or or I guess his point. The question was directly, what do you make of the coach-centric approach? And he said the toughest thing so far has been trying to solidify the starting quarterback job. He said that's the one position we have to solidify moving forward, which he could have said any time in the last two years. It's basically like we're right back yeah, it's a mad lip. to the, the same day. press conference at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says about the team starting slowly this year, we didn't get our footing because we couldn't have the style we wanted because the pieces weren't there. I'm guessing he means at center where they weren't healthy. Or Brian Robinson. And Brian Robinson at running back is yeah. the other. And then lastly, at quarterback, he was asked what he's learned over this three-year search for a QB. He said, in year one, we already had guys on the roster we wanted to evaluate. That means Haskins. Year two, we wanted to put pieces in place around a quarterback and then just plug someone in. That's what they did in year two with Fitzpatrick, who got hurt. And then year three, he said, we thought we could find the right free agent. This is my favorite quote. It didn't work, dot, 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 right now, end quote. That is an understatement and also correct. So, yeah, I, I, listen, I, I agree with his entire assessment about what's better now than when he took over. I also agree about where they are. But the problem is you could get every one of those other things wrong, and it would be masked if you got the one big thing right, which is quarterback. And I think you made a great point earlier on in the show. I'll give you credit for it now here towards the end. It's that picking Ryan Fitzpatrick doesn't just mean you picked Ryan Fitzpatrick last year. Picking you know, Carson Wentz this year doesn't mean that's all you did. You turned down near infinite other options, right? I mean, you said no to everybody else and said yes to this one. This was always my point coming into this offseason was they had all these poker chips that they kept holding, kept holding them, kept holding them. Their first attempt at a long-term big-picture answer was Carson Wentz here in this case. I think that is so telling. So you finally made your bet. You didn't want to make a bet on a kid in year one, a kid in year two, Kid in year three, you finally went in on this guy, and you told all of us we were jackasses for asking questions. You cut promos midseason when reports came out about the process to acquire him. You decided you were going to pump him up and tell everybody they were foolish for questioning it. And now here you are, eliminated, basically saying, you guys were right, it didn't work. So while I appreciate you saying that, I got to wish you got to the same conclusion that we got to a year ago. Yeah, and, and maybe, you know, be less loud until – it works. I mean, tell yeah. us you're, you're throwing something against the wall here. I mean, the idea you guys have questions, we don't, and this is the guy, Dan Snyder, saying you found your quarterback. We I mean, don't always need to take the victory lap before the race is over, which maybe he learned from. Speaking of the Dan Snyder comment, I believe Darius has prepared something on the quarterback oh, front is that right? for us that I am looking forward to hearing. So let's see. Darius is hard at work. He's all by himself in our D.C. studios as Ryan is out here with us. At B-Dubs, let's see what Darius has been working on. We finally uh, have ourselves a quarterback. Well, he's following McLaurin, and that's the direction that Wentz is looking. And there's Denzel Ward looking for the pick. He's got it. We finally uh, have ourselves a quarterback. He chips on Garrett. Wentz, deep shot. Underthrown ball, and it's another Carson Wentz interception. This time, it's Grant Delpit. Well, I think the biggest thing is he's, he's more comfortable with what we're doing. Here comes Garrett. 
Here comes Garrett. There's Garrett right on cue with the sack. We're very, very optimistic also on the season. Quick toss. Cooper. There he is. Didn't drop that one. And slipped past the defender and escaped Ridgeway and got all the way to the end zone for a touchdown. We finally uh, have ourselves a quarterback. Wentz, slant, popped into the air and incomplete. We're very, very optimistic also on the season. Chubb stays in to help with the pressure, opening up Watson to find Amari Cooper, and Cooper sneaks in for the touchdown. A huge Cleveland score late in this game. Well, I think the biggest thing is he's, he's more comfortable with what we're doing. Washington desperately needs a quick strike. Cleveland en route to playing spoiler in week 17. Whoa. Not good. Incomplete. 240 left. The crowd lets him know. We finally uh, have ourselves a quarterback. Wentz, deep ball. Dotson in double coverage. Grant Delpit had his hands on it, and it's picked off for a second time today by Delpit. We finally uh, have ourselves a quarterback. Yeah, at this point, I don't know who's going to be the most unpopular guy in Washington right now. Is it going to be Wentz or it's going to be Ron Rivera for the decision? Initially, I thought maybe he hit off somebody's helmet because it was so errant. But that was just an airmail. Unfortunately, that didn't work. Finding out before a kickoff, they control their own destiny because the Redskins lost earlier today to the Browns. We can be eliminated. And the booze rain down and land over yet again. <laughs> well, that is a masterpiece. That's it. Wow. That's your Sistine Chapel, brother. That will do it for us today. That was incredible. Well done, Darius. <laughs> well done. So, actually, we should, we'll should we play that again tomorrow and yeah. for a lot of days into the future. Oh. I'd like to make a couple requests, though, uh-huh. for, for Darius's additional uh, audio. I want Rivera screaming at everyone that he made the decision. I'm the guy that looked at the I'm analytics. I'm the one that looked at the papers. For like an hour. I'm the one that loved him. <laughs> Anything from the offseason about, you guys have questions about him, okay? I don't. Oh. I know what he is. Any, any bravado My about face Wentz? hurts. I would love that so much. Oh, my God. Anything you need? Are you good? I, I want, yeah, I, I want that Chicago presser. Oh, where yeah. He's cut, yeah, yeah. They're like, you know, I'll see you at WrestleMania, that whole thing. I, but about, that was aces. You could go with some of the nine sacks against the Eagles, too. Any nice. one of them. They used to be in that one. Also, uh, give me Dan Snyder after he said we're excited. Make wait t- wait till you fingers. see about the attendance at <laughs> FedEx Field. That would be good. Yeah, this is this is a nice foundation. What is, what a, I love the play by play was going. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> I, incredible, Darius. Full marks for oh, you, I'm sir. I'm dizzy. Attaboy. I'm dizzy. We'll see you in studio oh, in DC tomorrow, Darius. Oh my you've god. Earned, you've earned uh, some cornucopia <sighs> from your boy. Big thanks to everyone who listened today on site out here in Culpeper. Really appreciate their hospitality for us all season long on Grant and Danny. One last ride on Sunday. We'll be breaking what happens at quarterback down the rest of the week. Is it going to be Sam Howell or do they go back to Taylor Heineke? Or might we get one last Carson Wentz experience? Come on. For Danny, I'm Grant saying so long. Thanks for listening. Overtime comes your way next with Danny Noakes right here on The Fan. Thank you for coming. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 